Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Welcome everybody back to the Sex Wrap. You're here with Spring and Andrew. Hey Andrew, how are you today? I am having an awesome day. I am so excited that we are almost in summer. Uh, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with spring. Oh, I'm done with spring. (laughs) I am ready for summer to be here. We already talked about your name. No, I'm I'm having a great time. I I am having a great day. Uh, I submitted all of my grades. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That'll make you feel happy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how she even got me to sit down in my chair today to record because I've just been bouncing all over the place, loving my life, reclaiming (laughs) my time. Um, And uh, I saw a video on YouTube that uh, I shared with Spring. Um, Have you seen? Did you finish watching the H3H3 video? I did. And it made me very upset. I mean, I guess that's the intention, but it made me upset on a very deep level. I I mean, so we we have we've had a whole bunch of questions come in that all kind of circle around this idea of like Instagram makes me feel fat or Instagram makes me feel awful or Instagram makes me insecure. Um they're not really questions. They're pretty much statements like, what can I do about Instagram making me feel terrible about myself? And it's specifically really Instagram because it is so photo focused. It is different, I think, than other forms of social media in that sense. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen the H3H3 video, uh, H3H3 Productions, we're not telling you to go watch it. There's this guy and he's trying to make a video about like the problem with Instagram, except he says, well, I'm not going to shame you. Shame. So he's like, <laughs> yeah. like, looks like a beached whale, looks like a manatee, looks like a twink. Like he says all of these terrible things, um, which kind of is why Instagram is a problem in the first place. Right. And so he he is pretty shaming in the video. But what's interesting in the video is how he really shows, you know, the same people, what they look like on Instagram and what they look like in real life. And that's really helpful, I think, to see. But I think there's other like that Reddit forum that actually does that in a kind way, you know, just showing the differences without um, maybe it's much shaming. But I think, you know, it's worth kind of Googling like Instagram versus reality and looking at some of those photos. Right. We can put a link in the notes for today, but it's like uh, reddit.com slash r slash Instagram reality, one word. Um, And all they do on that Instagram is they post pictures of, like an Instagram picture that usually an influencer, someone with like, you know, thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of followers posts, and then a picture of them the same day. So you kind of get to see what someone looks like in real life. And then you get to see this absolute insane fantasy that they present to the world. And that's really what it kind of, I mean, that's what it is, right? They're presenting that fantasy to the world. And the big problem is, um, and the reason why people, all of the people who have submitted the questions, why you feel fat, why you feel insecure, why you feel ugly, why you feel no confidence, is they're not presenting a real picture. It's like p- comparing yourself to Princess Anna and Elsa from Frozen <gasps> and saying like, why don't I have eyes as big as... Th-? Because they're the freaking cartoon characters. I love and- them. <laughs> yeah but you so, don't but you don't look like you can't look like them though because they're fake i did dress up like elsa for my birthday last year and went <laughs> to see frozen but besides that um yes of course we don't actually compare ourselves 
to imaginary characters. And that is what we're seeing on Instagram is imaginary things because these are not real photos. They're not, they're very, very Photoshopped quite often. And, and I think that all of us know that intelligently, like we have been told that and, you know, we can say, oh yeah, magazines and um, photos and magazines aren't really real, like what people look like. But, but then- I think it's, it's more than that though. It's like shows on television, actors, actresses, movies, like every single image that we see of people in the media and now growing in social media is altered and edited in a way to make them look, and I don't want to say they look more perfect. Most of the time when I see a picture that has no pores or eyes that are so white or teeth that like, like this looks kind of alien to me. Like in in my head, I forced myself to put a little pause when I see it. I'm like, whoa. And like, oh, this is alien. This is not real. That's not a point of comparison other than their Photoshop artist did a great job. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that on an intellectual level, even though we can know that, it is hard to remember that when you're just being flooded with it all the time, because it's almost, it's almost like, how could everything be fake? <laughs> and that's what I it mean, is. It is. I mean, and Facetune is so easy to use. You can just, I mean, if you want to see how easy it is and why there are so many fakes, if you have a phone with a camera on it, and if you're listening to this podcast, I assume you do, um, just download one of the apps, the free ones, upload a picture of yourself, and you can look like a toddler in Tiara in 20 minutes, like, or two minutes. No, even. yeah, it's just, one minute. But it's, it, we're not, we're not suggesting that you should do that. But it's, no. I mean, when you, but when you do do that, you can also see like how terrifying you look without like these characteristics that make you, you like without even just like, you know, small lines on your face that are like how your face works. <laughs> like, like you couldn't wait. <laughs> you mean when you smile or laugh or frown or scowl or resting bitch face, you're supposed to have lines. Yeah, That's how your face moves. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if any of our listeners watch, uh, simply Neological by Christine. She is, I mean, I don't watch too many YouTubers, but I absolutely adore her in her channel. Um, we'll give her a shout out at the end of the episode. Uh, she just did an episode about now there's a face tune. So she does nail art. Kind of, but not really. Um, <laughs> not really. But uh, she did this whole episode about how they is now uh, facetune for your fingernails. So now people are facetuning their face in their pictures, and then they're getting out this other app and they're facetuning themselves to have perfect fingernails. It's great. Like, I, I mean, I guess there's a huge market, a lot of money to be made in making people feel insecure about their face and their fingernails and their hair and their body and their bathing suit and their clothing and like all of it. Right. You know, I was just looking at my fingernails and my fingernails are always slightly pink because of my hair. My hair just gets, it just oozes pink into my life. Um, now I feel like I have to go get my nails done. (sighs) It is crazy how just like little things that people say even you know can work your way work their way into your head and make you feel insecure and so we're going to talk about today kind of how we can battle that how we can battle these constant messages that we're receiving through social media through people talking about social media through even our friends, you know, commenting on things that they're seeing. And some of these things are definitely not 
meant to make us feel bad, but as a collective, they actually can really add up and really cause some harm in our lives. Well, right. Like Spring and I both know that it's fake, right? Like we both know, but the messages are so loud and so in your face. Like I was visiting Spring a couple of weekends ago uh, in New York City and Every single place that you look, every single place that you turn, one of these beautiful faces, fake faces, fake images is staring back at you. And even if you know it's not real, you still make that comparison. It's really, I mean, and how do we train ourselves to not make those kind of comparisons? It's really hard to shut off that part of your brain. Right. And I mean, that's natural. That is, you know, and we have several research studies that actually look at that process. You know, it's very natural to actually compare yourself to people around you. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but you don't want to end up feeling bad, right? So a comparison, like, I don't think you can actually stop the comparison per se, but you can change your perception of the comparison. And, and yeah, and I mean, I, I don't know that we've even said this on the show before, but I'm in long-term recovery from bulimia and have struggled with a lot of body image things in my life. And I'm very sensitive to these kind of images like just taking over and the message that is coming from them. And I have to be very careful, I feel like in my life to make sure that I don't have those types of things in my feed. So when we're talking today about some of the tips that we'll get to, like I I definitely have some (laughs) great tips for how to curate your feed because that's all I do constantly. Okay, and we need to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Guys, we're back. Hey. (laughs) So we're going to get into some of the things, some of our suggestions for how to mitigate or kind of minimize the types of effects that social media, specifically Instagram, could have on your body image, on your sense of self, on your sense of worth, on your happiness. Yeah. I mean, and and the first thing that you can do is you can just use less social media, except for ours. Um, (laughs) Stay attached to ours. If you're not already, uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, But uh, you can spend less time in social media. And when you see accounts of those fake pictures popping up all the time, unfollow right? I mean, it's a fantasy. And if you can tell yourself that this is Anna and Elsa from Disney's Frozen and not a real person that I'm looking at, maybe that comparison gets a little bit easier for you. But um, just simply use less or uh, when those accounts pop up, hit the unfollow button, right? They're not your friend. If they have 4 million followers or 100,000 followers, you don't matter. Yeah. And I mean, I... I mean, you you matter. Like you matter, (laughs) like you are worthy, but you don't matter to that other person. Um, And I, so something that I do, and I mean, I've actually done this to friends as well, you know, it is, it is somebody that I know in my life that I'm following, but I see the types of images and messages that they're posting. And if they make me feel bad, even once I, if I think, you know, that's the type of thing that person posts and that's great and they can post that type of thing, but I don't want that in my feed. I don't want that in my life. And so I have unfollowed, you know, even friends that I know. And that's, it's not anything to do with 
our relationship or with that person or anything other than it's protecting myself. And it is making sure that, you know, when I scroll through Instagram, there's not going to be something making me feel bad about my body. Yeah, I mean, and it's really important to take some time and think about how that social media is impacting your perception of yourself. Um, something that Spring and I have talked about many times on our show is like practicing self-love, right? And we're not talking about that ooey-gooey like, oh, you need a massage and a pedicure, spend some money to feel better about yourself. No, we're talking about affirmations, like what can you do in your everyday life to recognize your own self-worth and value? Right. And if Instagram isn't doing it for you, why don't you find something that is going to actually help you build up your confidence? I thought for sure you were going to say, no, we're not talking about masturbation when we say self-love, because usually we are. (laughs) Masturbation is great. So if that's where this episode is turning, let's talk about it. no, but think about the the things that you can do to, to focus on why you are worthy instead of why you're not worthy, right? And Instagram, all of those kind of social media accounts, they are built around trying to make you feel unworthy because they're selling a product. They're hawking a piece of clothing. They're trying to get you to buy a makeup line. They're trying to get you to get a facial peel. I mean, they're doing it on purpose. They're looking perfect. So you buy something so you can try to look like them, even though the picture isn't real in the first place. And I mean, so one of the things is sometimes we don't really realize how um, some social media could be affecting us. And so what's interesting is we have a team of interns that work on the sex wrap and they do so many amazing things for us and they help us with our social media and we love them. And they just finished for the semester. So spring's been having to do it for the past week. (laughs) And um, that means I'm spending several, I hope no one listens to this that I know, several hours a day on Instagram. I'm spending way too many hours a day on Instagram uh, posting things for the sex shop. And it's actually really been affecting me. Like I've, um, and the sex wrap account follows mostly uh, sexuality positive, you know, kind of um, accounts and things. But what's been happening is in the past few days, there's been a lot of um, news in the media about uh, abortion bans and about, you know, things that are, are actually pretty upsetting. And so I've been flooded with that. And so like there's, you know, there's all types of things that you can get just really flooded and can really take over and actually like really affect your emotions. And so like when you're confronted with anything that upsets you for, you know, several hours a day, then that's going to affect how you're feeling. It's going to affect how you're able to show up in your life and how you're able to respond to other people and how you're able to engage with your friends and partners. There's actually a whole bunch of really neat uh, health psychology research that shows that um, attitudes, feelings, emotions are contagious. So if you are looking at a news feed that is unhappy or a news feed that's always focused on perfection, those kind of feelings and emotions are infectious and they're going to get to you over time as well. Um, So if you have people who are constantly posting sad stuff and you don't want to be influenced constantly by sad stuff, I mean, we're not talking about once in a while something tragic happens, but that constant feed of sadness or terror or fake pictures. I mean, one of the things that like 
unfollow. <laughs> like that, that's, I mean, we're coming back to the same piece of advice. You can impact what comes into your feed and you could make sure that what you see is going to be good for your self-esteem, for your body, for your health, for your sex, for your love, for your relationships. All of those things that we talk about are influenced by these pictures that we see on social media and in media in general. And you can control that stream. Yeah. And I think that like actually taking some time and like choosing maybe some hashtags that are really important to you. Um, like it could be like body positivity or body neutrality. Even I've been reading, <laughs> I've been in an Instagram hole, body neutrality. I'm super into that now. Um, you can like, Andrew's like, what the hell are you talking about? Um, you can find these hashtags that you like really feel like, yes, that inspires me and not yes, that makes me feel some other way, like find something that actually like lights you up and then follow accounts that are doing that. Like take some time putting that effort into putting that positivity into your feed because that, that just makes it a safer place for you to go. Can we take a minute and just talk about men? Is that a, we don't have a ton of time left, but um, I think it's also really important to address men. Uh, most of the time when we are talking about people feeling bad or people feeling fat or Instagram making someone feel awful, most of the time that conversation surrounds women and then Instagram influencers with their perfectly fake pictures. Um, I think men actually have a lot of body and confidence issues that come from social media as well. Uh, if you look at any kind of workout or fitness, any hashtag related there, you see tens of thousands of perfectly tanned, perfectly abbed, perfectly uh, pecked bodies. Like they're just everywhere with muscles bulging all of the time. Um, those pictures are also fake, right? Um, and a lot of the people are using illegal substances as well to enhance bodies. I mean, I think that we really need to, to build up men too. I think like women, absolutely. But men, um, I think that they're also getting a lot of negative messages from social media. Uh the bodies that you see, those beautiful tan muscle bodies, they are photoshopped just as much as those faces on Instagram reality are facetuned. Like whole body tune, I guess, is the the new Instagram. Or what what can you not be insecure about for us to tell you that we need to digitally remaster it before you can put it out there for public consumption? Ooh. But men, if you're out there and you're listening, those bodies that you see aren't real either. And it sets up really crazy expectations for body dysmorphia, muscle dysmorphia in men, where they have these expectations that going to the gym for an hour a day, they're going to look like an Instagram model. Maybe, <laughs> but probably not. And and you're good enough. You don't need to look like that. And the other part of it I love is that if we if women are asked which bodies they find sexiest, it's almost never those giant muscle bodies. Okay. They want Anything from a fit tone body to a dad bod. That's the range that most women find sexually attractive, not those crazy, like incredible Hulk, Captain America and body. I don't even know how to describe it. for a second because so we're talking about like how these kind of looks, you know, these things aren't real. But I mean, let's go back to what really matters for a person and it is not at all what you look like. And I know, I know that we all know that, but when you think of like, why are your five best friends in your life? I guarantee you, you're not going to be like, oh, it's because she's pretty, <laughs> like, or because she's super hot. She gets a lot of like, likes on is, Instagram. That's not the reason you have people in your life. Like, and, um, 
So like we need to like keep pulling it back to, you know, what's really important. And it's hard. Like it's actually hard to remember to do that. I know it's hard. Like I live in this world. (laughs) And so it's, it's just like continually reminding ourselves that like you don't need likes to be happy. I mean, so I've gone through this transformation. If you look at my social media from a few years ago, I was active. I was on there. I was posting pictures, myself talking about the world. And I have really stopped using it, not not completely, but just a few minutes, a couple times a week with me. If I'm doing something really exciting, I'll put out a new post. But my life is better with less social media telling me that I'm not worth it because that's the message that I kept getting. I mean, not from my friends, mm-hmm. right? And not from our Instagram feed is full of really po- sex positive people for the sex rap and my personal one as well. But all of those like insidious advertisements and all of the other things that kind of jump in stuff that's even harder to avoid, even if you try to curate what you're looking at, those advertisements pop in and they'll tell you, well, this doctor tells you to give up this vegetable. No, I'm just kidding. That's the, uh, uh, but whatever it is, it, it, it's just really, I'm having a better life. Like if I was going to give a tip, less social media makes for a happier <laughs> you or a happier me, at least. I don't know, but we're not to the tip yet. We do have some tips today too. Uh, but Instagram makes you feel fat because it's trying to make you feel insecure because someone's trying to sell something whether it's the person you're looking at directly or ads in your feed, and they want you to stay insecure, right? So it's on purpose. It's trying to make you feel less beautiful, less worthy. And that's why, right? And it's pretty good at it too, because it hits you in the face with it or in the eyes with it. Um, And the way to combat it is to A, recognize that it's doing it on purpose and B, do things to make sure that you're mitigating that kind of damage. Be really thoughtful about what you follow, how you follow, and how much you actually consume. Like Spring said, she's been the person in charge of the sex rap media for the past <laughs> week. And she needs, I mean, it's going to be me. So if you look at our social media and it gets real weird <laughs> all of a sudden, it's my fault. Don't unfollow, please. It's like, It'll get back to Spring in another week and it'll be its normal self. Well, but uh, So <laughs> yeah, let's talk about... Um, our overall tips for the day. So Andrew and I both came up with, you know, a tip that we think is like uh, the way forward here. Um, So my tip is that I think I just want us to be really aware of how social media is affecting us because it could be that you have yours already curated and it it does like actually make you feel great when you look at it. Um, And so I think that actually just really observing how it makes us feel is that first step. So I'd invite you to try this a few times in a week, you know, just like take a few minutes before you open social media to like write down how you're feeling, how you're feeling about yourself, um, just anything, you know, just free write for a few minutes. And then, you know, go ahead, spend your time on Instagram, you know, spend however long that normally is. An hour can just disappear in a second, I've noticed. (laughs) And then, you know, (laughs) after you get off, like take a few minutes again to just notice and observe how you're feeling, what what things feel different, better or worse. And then, you know, 
take that opportunity to really see how it's affecting you so that we can really then make conscious decisions about how much we want to use it, about how much um, we effort we want to put into it, about how much we might want to change our feed or do things like that as well. And that just gives you some like solid information to base those decisions on. So you don't just feel like, oh, no, I know it doesn't hurt me or, oh, no, I know mine's great or whatever. Like take some time to really observe that, I think. Right. Like get a sticky note put your self-confidence on a scale from one to 10 before you start social media and then a scale from one to 10 after you're done looking at some social media and see how you feel. Um, so my tip is kind of long. Um, the first <laughs> is something that will help everybody out there. Even if you don't feel bad about social media viewing or Instagram, does not make you feel worse? Um, if you write down three different things that you like about yourself every day for a week, just a little journal, just jot down three ideas for a week and really start focusing on your greatness, that you are excellent, that you have charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Um, it'll start changing the way that you actually feel about yourself in the world and your position in it. Um, social media detracts from our own greatness, right? Because we focus on other people's beauty or other people's perfection instead of our own. Um, your self-worth is derived by you and not someone else. And when you start writing down the things that you like about yourself every day, you start to define yourself by the things that you find worthy instead of what other people are trying to tell you are worthy. And just don't let those fake pictures be that definition of yourself, right? It's someone else making profit off of your insecurity. You know it now, right? So from this point forward, look to yourself and say that I'm worthy. And these are the things that I like about myself and build your life off of those. That was really long, but that was my tip. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love those tips and I feel like, you know, these are real things that we can do and they, they're really important to put our time and effort into so that, um, we create the life we want for ourselves. All right. So we are at our end. Um, we have a shout out today. We'll include a link to her YouTube uh, in our notes. But Christine, thank you uh, at Simply Neological for sending out this great positive message. Um, if you want, check out her most recent uh, episode about Facetune for your fingernails, because that's how crazy it is. Yeah. Sparkle nails. Um, and if you have any questions for us, we would love to chat with you about them. Um, get yourself on the show. Uh, we, you can call us. Uh, we have a phone number. It's 413-I-RAPIT. We have an email. Uh, it's thesexrapidgmail.com. And you can like, follow, listen uh, to our social media. We well, can't really listen to it. But you can like and follow social media uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Sex Rap. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too af <laughs> Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.